following program is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Presents today's sports report. On today's program, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, from the studios of UGA Football News, on Facebook and Instagram, here's the host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Hey guys, welcome to today's sports report, brought to you by UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host. Kind of flying solo for this edition of today's sports report. My cohort, uh, Matthew Hall, is taking some time off. Well-deserved uh, time off for all the hard work he does. But never fear. Uh, Matthew keeps up to date on what's happening with the University of Georgia. And so if you want the latest news on what's happening with the Bulldogs, you can always dip in to UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Now, of course, on this edition of today's Sports Report, we're talking about a biggin', a big football game. And that, of course, is the game between the University of Georgia and the University of Florida. That great rivalry between these two schools will renew again this coming Saturday, October 30th. It'll be a 3.30 game on CBS and the game will be played at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, TIA, uh, TIAA Bank Field holds 82,917. Uh, word has been let out that they're going to reduce, uh, however, the, uh, the attendance, uh, the potential attendance by 6,000. They're taking out some temporary seats or something like that. I hope folks don't have tickets for those seats that they'll be taking out. There'll be some angry people. Uh, but anyway, it, it'll be this coming Saturday, 3.30 in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, boy, I tell you, Georgia, 7-0, the number one ranked team in the country, 5-0 in the SEC, leading the SEC East, taking on Florida, 4-3 overall. Very surprising. Uh, no one anticipated Florida having the struggles that uh, the Gators are having this year. Uh, Florida, 4-3 and three on the year, and 2-3 and three in the SEC East. And so uh, you can pretty well say that Florida is out of the race to win the SEC East. Of course, uh, they're aiming at Georgia, Georgia coming in the, uh, as the number one team in the country. And Florida would love to do nothing more than to uh, knock off the number one uh, Bulldogs in the game this coming Saturday. Uh, the all-time uh, series uh, between these two schools, Georgia has uh, won 53 games. They have lost 44. And uh, there have been two ties in the series between Georgia and Florida. Of course, this is a big game. Uh, some years ago, I lived in a city not far from, well, it was on the route. It was on the route from Athens to Jacksonville. And when the uh, Florida game uh, came up, boy, the traffic increased tremendously through our little town. And uh, the merchants loved it. You know, guy, uh, folks would stop by and uh, they would buy this, that, and the other as they meandered their way down to Jacksonville. Boy, this is a big game. It's a huge game for Georgia because we know where Georgia wants to go. It's been 1980 
since the uh, University of Georgia has won the national championship, the Herschel Walker days. It's been 1980, and this year the the UGA fan base is hungry, 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 hungry for the Bulldogs to go all the way. And a lot of us in Dog Nation believe that this is the team to do it, and this is the year to do it. And so uh, every game is important. Every game is uh, precious, if you want to put it that way. And this game will be very important because the Bulldogs want to stay on track. They want to stay the number one team in the country. Uh, they they have their eye on the goal, and they don't want to slip up. And I know that uh, Coach Kirby Smart and his staff is going to have the Bulldogs up and ready to go for this game this coming Saturday. Of course, this is a huge rivalry game. You know, every year, someone connected uh, with the media department for the University of Georgia or someone who may be a Georgia Bulldog fan who has the ability to produce these kinds of things, a lot of times we'll have hype videos. Uh, folks will come along and say, hey, I, I want to build up the fan base. I want to get the, the fans ready for this big game coming up. And so for a particular game, you'll find somebody producing a hype video. Well, I couldn't really. Well, I did find one for uh, this game coming up uh, this coming Saturday, but it was a, it was a little lengthy. And uh, but uh, reach back a year ago. Actually, this is from a year ago. The hype video produced by GeorgiaDogs.com, and uh, it, this is the hype video for the 2020 Florida and Georgia game. We took it a little bit and made a little adjustments here to kind of fit it for this year. But just to give you a little taste of this rivalry, enjoy this hype video from georgiadogs.com. I think everybody understands what's at stake. You don't even have to really talk about it. I mean, the bottom line is your opportunity is now. You talk about the Georgia Florida rivalry; it gets uh, gets pretty intense. It's a storied tradition, and a lot of great games, part of the history. So it's uh, extremely intense. There's the snap. Here comes pressure by the Gators. Quick throw. Mitchell makes the catch. He breaks away. Touchdown! He's got Gager! Give him six! Touchdown! Georgia begins the celebration in Jacksonville. Man, that'll get you ready to go. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Georgia and Florida this coming Saturday. Now, the Bulldogs have been off uh, since October the 16th. Uh, Georgia won over Kentucky on that day. Nationally televised game. Georgia winning over Kentucky 30-13. Uh, humbling the uh, number 11, uh, 11th ranked uh, Wildcats in Athens. Florida has been off as well. They had an off week last week. Uh, they're coming off a very humbling, very tough loss to LSU in Baton Rouge, 49-42. to 42. Just a tough game uh, for, for the uh, Florida Gators. So you have the Bulldogs coming in. They're high. The Gators are coming in, and uh, they're a little shaky uh, with uh, what's happening with them uh, so far this year. Now, as we anticipate this game, uh, let me just, I don't really need to remind you of this, but 
Let me, let me brag a little bit on our defense. We love to brag on our defense. Now, our offense has been doing great. You know, Georgia offensively is, is nationally ranked as far as offense, uh, offensive uh, uh, maturity is concerned and productivity is concerned. Uh, Georgia offensively is doing very well. But, of course, a lot of us have our focus on the Georgia defense. Let me brag. Let me brag on our Georgia defense a little bit. The Georgia defense so far this year has allowed just four touchdowns. Down seven games, Georgia has allowed four touchdowns. Uh, Georgia leads the SEC, and they rank fifth nationally in red zone defense. In other words, Georgia is very stingy. When a, an opposing team gets within 20 yards of scoring a touchdown or kicking a field goal, the Georgia defense rises up very stingy when it comes to red zone uh, defense. Georgia leading the SEC, fifth nationally, and keeping the opponents off the scoreboard, even when they get within 20 yards of the end zone. Georgia opponents uh, this year have scored just 46 points in 2021. Now, there are many schools who almost average 46 points a game. Uh, you know, in this modern age of uh, college football, when you have these wide open, spread open offenses, and you have so much talent and so much speed at quarterback, running back, wide receivers, and you got the big beef up there on the offensive line uh, for the Georgia defense to hold opponents to just 46 points in seven games in 2021 is quite remarkable. Uh, Georgia leads the country in total defense, giving up just 208.4 yards per game. Quite remarkable. And so uh, Georgia defensively, of course, continues uh, to uh, put up high marks defensively. And the offense is not that far behind. And we'll talk a little bit about the offense in just a few moments. Well, let's look back at what happened last year. Uh, you know, if you're a Georgia fan, you're, you, you really don't want to look back to uh, this game in 2020. But uh, just a kind of a reminder of what happened. I remember it quite well. Actually, uh, Matthew and I were uh, doing kind of a play-by-play -play, uh, for an Internet group out of Canada, of all places, uh, for uh, this game. We were watching the game on television and giving our kind of ongoing commentary about what was happening, and it went international. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, what happened in 2020? Well, Georgia built an early lead, 14 to nothing, a year ago. Zamir White, remember this? Zamir White went 75 yards for a touchdown on the first play from scrimmage, the game's very first play from scrimmage. Zamir White went 75 yards for a touchdown, and we thought, oh, Katie Barr of the door. Here comes the Bulldogs. Man, we're gonna we're gonna have this, uh, but unfortunately, on the other side of the the field, there stood a guy by the name of Kyle Trask, uh, the uh, Gator quarterback. A tremendous talent, had a tremendous year. You got to give him credit for the University of uh, Georgia, and he led a 24-point outburst in the second quarter uh, by. Um, Florida and Florida built up a 38 to 21 lead at halftime. Uh, the second half, uh, Georgia scored a touchdown. Florida was limited to two field goals. And the final score uh, from the game last year, Florida 44, Georgia 28. Now we are fully convinced around here anyway, and I know around Dog Nation as well, 
and things are going to be much different in 2021. Uh, so uh, just a, a little look back. Uh, let's let's uh, talk about uh, the offense a little bit. Uh, so far for this year, Stetson Bennett has played in six games. He's done a great job. He's 57 for 82 in passing. That's almost 70%. He's passed for 996 yards, 11 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. He's carried the ball as well. Stetson, uh, he, he, he kind of picks when he wants to run, but when he wants to run, he usually does a good job. He's carried 19 times for 148 yards. Stetson Bennett has done a, mar a remarkable job as the quarterback for the University of Georgia. Of course, JT Daniels was the uh, starter at the beginning of the year against Clemson for the University of Georgia. And we all know, we all know that JT Daniels has been dealing with that lat injury. That's that, that, that the muscle in the side that can get aggravated. And uh, it is very a very difficult injury to um, kind of bounce back from. So JT Daniels has been on the sideline now for several games while Stetson Bennett has played. But we get reports from Kirby Smart on a regular basis that JT Daniels is improving. He's getting better and better of throwing without pain, throwing on consecutive days without pain, able to throw downfield on a regular basis in practice without pain. And so the speculation is, the question is, and this is the question for every game that the University of Georgia plays. This is, this is it. This is always the first question that the television commentators deal with when they're doing a Georgia game. Who's going to play quarterback for Georgia? And so the question is, who's going to be the quarterback for Georgia against Florida? Well, Kirby Smart held a news conference just a couple of days ago, and he was asked this question about who will be under center for the University of Georgia when they take on Florida. And here's what Kirby Smart, the head coach, had to say about that situation. I think it all depends on uh, where, where JT is and where Stetson is and what gives us the best chance to win. And Stetson's done a good job since he's been playing, and JT's done a good job when he's played. The good thing is we, we feel like we've got really three or four good quarterbacks that are ready to play. Okay, so it's going to be up to... Who's, who has the better week of practice? Who appears to be ready? Who in Kirby Smart's estimation and the coach's, uh, Todd Monken's estimation, uh, the offensive coordinator, who's going to be uh, the, the best quarterback to turn to uh, for Georgia to win the game against Florida? My suspicion is you're probably going to see both quarterbacks play against Florida. I don't have any kind of inside information about that, but that's just my suspicion. Looking from the outside in, I think you're going to see probably Stetson Bennett start, but somewhere down the line, you're going to see JT Daniels in the ball game as well. Uh, also, another question that was asked Kirby Smart in the uh, news conference that he held uh, this week, uh, it, it, the question went kind of like this. Well, Florida is four and three overall. No one anticipated Florida being four and three overall this season. And could it be that Dan Mullen now? is on the hot seat. Uh, is the seat getting hot for the coach down in Gainesville? Florida is four and three overall, two and three in the SEC East, effectively out of the race for winning the SEC East. And the question was asked Kirby Smart, who played in this game as a player uh, for uh, the University of Georgia, part of a big upset when Georgia was like a 20 point underdog 
to a highly ranked Florida team, and that uh, the team that uh, Kirby uh, played with uh, was able to win. I think that was back in 1999, something like that. Anyway, with with Florida's record and and their position, they're not ranked, not in the, the in the polls. The question was asked of Kirby Smart: Does that take some of the luster off of this game? Uh, does, does that take some of the shine off of this game? And here's what Coach Smart had to say about that. No, this game's not about rankings. It's never been about rankings. It's uh, it's a rival game. Our kids understand that. I mean, one of their losses is, was to Alabama, in which they played a really good game at home, had an opportunity to win, and then you know two road games. So it's it's not about records, and uh, no, don't think it ever is. It's a lot more about what we do, not about records. Well, finally, uh, Coach Mark was uh, asked this question. It was a very good question. Uh, you know, Florida is still a very dangerous team, uh, you, you, even though they're four and three on the year and uh, they've had a you know a difficult stretch here. They are still a very talented football team, and boy, they can. They, you know, they had a great game against Alabama. Coach Smart. Uh, talked about that. Uh, they they had a great game against uh, Alabama. Uh, they, they're they're you know a very uh, they're a team with a great uh, deal of talent, and if they can put it all together, they're going to be hard to handle. And so uh, you know Georgia is a 14 point favorite, but I never like those those uh, odds or things like that to just win the game, you know. But um, uh, Florida, very talented team. And uh, Kirby Smart was asked this question, and it was a good question. What is it about Florida that scares you the most? Uh, what is it about Florida, Florida that worries you the most? And this is what Coach Smart had to say about that. Well, I think first you start out with explosive plays. They're, they're either first in the SEC or uh, top ten in the country in explosive plays. They're a very explosive team uh, in terms of what they do. Their, their run game has been really special because you talk about the quarterback in the run game plus their ability to uh, get the ball to three good backs um, they do a great job of that so uh, when you talk about Florida up front they've got massive men they have really big defensive line uh, bigger than what we faced um, they they're tough to run the ball against especially inside um, you know I don't think you can look at one game as a picture and say that that's the way it goes. I think they're uh, really talented out on the perimeter. The, the corners they've got, safeties they got, have played a long time for them. So, and then their specialists are, are really good players too. They they play special teams like we do. You can tell there's a major priority put on it when they're starting uh, receivers and starting running backs and starting linebackers are all over their special teams. We got to play well on the perimeter. We got to tackle well. We got to affect their quarterback. We got to cover their wideouts. We got to do all the same things we got to do every week. So you're not, uh, it's not so easy to sit here and say one thing has to happen in order to do that. We've got to affect the quarterback, and whether that's through pressure or um, getting home. But a lot of this year comes around being able to control the run game and stop the run because they're, they're tremendous at both. Well, just a, a few other notes about the game coming up with the University of Georgia and Florida. Georgia is favored by 14 points in this game, as we said. Uh, that that's the line given to it out of uh, Las Vegas and some of the other sites. I you know I my suspicion is that Georgia, I you know if if Georgia starts fast and they've all in every game this year they've started fast. If Georgia starts fast, if they take control of the game immediately, if the offense clicks, they get a touchdown or two in the uh, first minutes of the game, it may be Katie bar the door for uh, the. Uh, 
the Bulldogs. It could be a much bigger margin than that, but Florida could rise up. They can have one of those games they did against Alabama. They pushed Alabama to the limit at home in Gainesville. This game, of course, is in Jacksonville. It could uh, very well be a tight game, so we'll have to wait and see. We'll all have to worry about it uh, until the game is over. Uh, just a couple of other notes. The Gators have lost three of their last five games. And, of course, they would love uh, nothing more than to disrupt the national title race uh, for the University of Georgia by whipping the Bulldogs. Florida has its own intrigue at quarterback. Now, Florida's, you know, Dan Mullen's known as developing quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, even T uh, Tim Tebow. Uh, Dan Mullen uh, has a good track record with developing quarterbacks. Uh, Dan Mullen has said from uh, the very first game of the year, and he sticks with this, that Emory Jones, a very talented, very talented young man, although he's had some troubles and, you know, has not really clicked as uh, Florida wanted him, uh, has wanted him to click at quarterback. Uh, but Mullen has insisted that Emory Jones is his guy, uh, that he, he he's, you know, his quarterback. But Anthony Richardson, uh, who is a transfer from LSU, came into uh, – the uh, Florida program has uh, come in relief of Emory Jones. And at times he's played very, very well. He stands very tall in the parket. Uh, Emory Jones is a, is a runner, but also coincidentally is Anthony Richardson. So you have, uh, you know, they, they are, they're contrasting a little bit. Emory Jones probably has, has a better runner. Anthony Richardson, a better passer. So you got Florida with their own intrigue at quarterback. Dan Mullen this week, we kind of checked on that. He has not named a starter, even though Emory Jones has started every game for Florida so far this year. Dan Mullen has not named a starter for the game against Georgia. Uh, the Gators are ranked second in the Southeastern Conference in rushing yards per game. They have a pretty efficient running game. Interestingly enough, the top rushers for the Florida Gators are the quarterbacks. Emory Jones has rushed for 495 yards on 85 rushes. Anthony Richardson has rushed for 348 yards on 28 attempts. And so the quarterbacks, you got to watch them. You know, and our, our defense is very good about watching those wily quarterbacks. Uh, but uh, they're, they're going to have to be on high alert against these two guys. If they don't see anywhere down the field to throw the ball, they'll tuck it under and run. So I know Coach Smart and Dan Lanning and all the defensive guys have gotten together, and they know what to do with Emory Jones or Mr. Richardson when they decide to run. Also, another note, Todd Grantham and his much maligned Gators defense is coming off its worst performance of the season. They allowed 49 points to uh, an LSU offense that hadn't scored 30 points against a Power 5 opponent all season. And Todd Grantham kind of got, you know, I don't know, thrown under the bus, I guess is what they say, or spotlighted by head coach Dan Mullen as uh, Mullen bemoaned the performance of his defense against uh, LSU. And one other note, and, and this is my own personal opinion, and I, I, I hope it comes to fruition because I think it should. You know, who's going to win the Heisman? Well, usually it's a quarterback. It's a running back. 
last year a wide receiver, you know, those what they call skilled positions, those offensive skilled positions. Let me tell you something. I don't think there's a better football player in the country in his position and has a greater impact on a game, perhaps, for playing his position than Jordan Davis. I think Jordan Davis are to be very much in the Heisman conversation. Boy, it would be great for uh, this year to be the year when a defensive uh, lineman (laughs) wins the Heisman Trophy. And why not Jordan Davis? Uh, So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Jordan Davis for Heisman. There you go. Hey, we're going to take a break here on today's Sports Report, brought to you by UGA Football News. On Facebook and Instagram, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our good friends at Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, if you're if you're looking for a home, if you're looking to relocate, if you're looking for financing for a home, if you need a mortgage, Southeast Mortgage, southeastmortgage.com slash UGA. These guys are great. These are wonderful people. And, you know, you hear about companies sometimes who say, we really care about our customers. Well, I can tell you from personal experience, from talking to these people, from interacting with these folks, they love what they do, number one. And number two, they love helping people. And they love helping Bulldog fans, especially. Now, I'm not going to say you tell you, you get a special discount if you're a Georgia football fan. You won't. But uh, you might get a little extra I don't know, red carpet treatment. If you uh, contact Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs and a great uh, supporter and sponsor of today's sports report on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Today's sports report will be right back after this message from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. This is head coach Kirby Smart. It's my job to coach the fundamentals of football and prepare my guys for the future. Well, my friends at Southeast Mortgage are preparing you for your future by becoming a homeowner. Every Bulldog deserves a home. If you're in the market to purchase or refinance, I trust Southeast Mortgage to provide the best experience and get it done. Visit southeastmortgage.com UGA to get pre-approved for your home loan today. Southeast Mortgage the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Southeast Mortgage of Georgia Incorporated, NMLS, number 103956, Georgia Residential Mortgage License, number 6578. The only thing better than winning between the hedges on Saturday is coming home to this on Sunday. On the football field, I'm a coach. At home, I'm a dad. The field is where legends are made, where boys become men, dreams become reality, and teammates become family. Family is the most important thing. It's everything we have. And home is where a family's memories are made. So when the time comes to finance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan with Southeast Mortgage. Thank you for joining us and welcome back to today's sports report. All right. Well, we're we're coming up to uh, October the 30th this coming Saturday. It's the day before Halloween. Okay, if you're into that kind of thing, personally, I'm not into that kind of thing, but I do like the candy. I just skip all that other stuff and go straight for the candy. And, um, but anyway, this coming Saturday, October 30th, it's a very light SEC schedule for uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, a, lot, a lot of teams are 
not in action in the SEC. Uh, a lot of teams were kind of off last week with a week off. Auburn, Georgia, and Florida, uh, and I believe Kentucky as well were uh, had an off week last week. And again this week, there you know it's kind of a light SEC schedule, but some interesting games. So let's take a look at the games coming up this week in the SEC. Uh, first of all, you have Missouri. Missouri, uh, three and four. Uh, overall, 0-3 in the SEC, in the SEC East. They'll be taking on Vanderbilt. Uh, Missouri, the Tigers, will be traveling to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is 2-6 and on the year, 0-4 in the SEC. This will be a 3 o'clock game on the SEC Network. So, you know, I guess only folks from Missouri and in and around Nashville actually will be watching this game. But anyway, you got to have a vested interest in Missouri or Vanderbilt, I think, really to be kind of interested in this game a little bit. But it is a college football game. And if you love college football and you have nothing else to do, maybe you want to check in on Missouri and Vanderbilt. Last week, Vanderbilt lost, bless their hearts, the Mississippi State 45-6. to So we usually make uh, predictions on who's going to win. And so uh, with Missouri at Vanderbilt, I you know, Missouri uh, actually comes to Athens after the Florida game. Uh, that, that's the next home game. And it's, I believe it's the last SEC home game uh, for uh, Georgia. So you got Missouri at Vanderbilt. I am a big Vanderbilt supporter because I love the underdog. And uh, last year, Vanderbilt, you know, uh, they kind of stuck it to Georgia a little bit with that uh, opting out of that game, which was senior day. But anyway, we... We kind of took care of that business when Georgia beat Vanderbilt this year. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Excuse me. I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm gonna go with Vanderbilt winning over Missouri by a score of 24-17. Excuse me. 24-17. So there you go. And our our, our sponsor of water is Members Mark Purified <laughs> Purified Water. Okay. Um, Ole Miss. Now, this is an interesting game. You have Ole Miss, number 10-ranked team in the country, Ole Miss, 6-1 overall, 3-1 in the SEC, traveling to Auburn. Auburn, number 18 in the country, 5-2 overall, 2-1 in the SEC. Now, this game has big, big implications in the SEC West because if Alabama stumbles again, loses another game, an SEC game, then all of a sudden, you've got maybe somebody other than Alabama going to the SEC championship. Now, this is a 7 p.m. game on ESPN. Now, this game will be worth watching. Um, Ole Miss, 6-1, and 3-1 of the SEC at Auburn. Uh, number 10 rank Ole Miss at Auburn. Uh, last week, Ole Miss uh, beat LSU 31-17. Auburn had the week off. You know, Lane Kiffin, he, he's just, he's an interesting guy. He's a cool cat. Uh, half the time, you have to think Lane Kiffin has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Brian Harson has done very well at Auburn this year. He, he really has. Uh, of course, they you know took it on the chin against Georgia. But Brian Harson uh, is, has got some things going at Auburn, and the Tigers have played well. So you got, L, you got Ole Miss traveling to Auburn. 
Oh, you know, here, here I, I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Uh, you know, their offense is, is cooking. Defense, you know, it, it kind of holds back enough of the other team's offense. So you got Ole Miss and Auburn. We'll, we'll go with Ole Miss. 24-21. Uh, 24-21. I'm probably going to miss this one. Auburn's probably going to win, but anyway. Uh, and then an, uh, another interesting game, very interesting game. Uh, Kentucky, number 12, Kentucky, which is 6-1 and one on the year, 4-1 and one in the SEC, traveling to Starkville to take on Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State, 4-3 and three on the year, 2-2 two and two in the SEC. This is the 7 o'clock game on the SEC network. So it could be you have to, you, you're going to have to do some flipping this coming uh, Saturday, Saturday night. Um, actually, I'm going to do a lot of flipping because I'm going to be going between these college football games and the Braves in the World Series. Go Bravos. The Braves will win the series, by the way, in six games. Four games to two. They're going to take one in Houston and uh, take care of business when they, they come back to Atlanta. And well, four and two, they'd have to go back to Houston, wouldn't they? Anyway. Go, go Braves. But there's going to be a lot of flipping going on at the Hall House. We're going to go, be going between Ole Miss and Auburn, Kentucky and Mississippi State and, and the World Series with the Braves in uh, Houston. I think they uh, probably play at 8 o'clock, uh, the Braves. Anyway, Kentucky and Mississippi State. Um, for Georgia, the optimum thing is uh, Kentucky was off last week. Mississippi State beat Vandy 45-6. to For Georgia, the optimum thing would be or Kentucky to lose, you know that'll put her that'll that'll just get that situation out of the way, and and Georgia, you know, will be the SEC champions, uh, SEC East champions. So I'm going to go with the upset, Mississippi State, whooping up on Kentucky. There you go. Those are my predictions for this week. What are yours? It's a lot of fun to sit back, and you know. We, we, you you try to predict these games and you think I got that. That's a lock. That's a. And lo and behold, we got all these upsets and all these things going on. College football is a lot of fun. Uh, it it really is, and uh, it's it's even more fun when your team is the number one team in the country, like the Georgia Bulldogs are uh, currently. So once again. This coming Saturday, October 30th, 3.30 p.m. Don't be calling me for nothing uh, because uh, I'll, I'll have my popcorn in Lane Kiffin's honor. And we'll have us a Mountain Dew. We'll kick back. And I'll be coaching and uh, giving directions from my couch. No one will listen, but I'll do the best I can. Georgia and Florida, 3.30. This coming Saturday in Jacksonville, Florida. Go Bulldogs. Let's do it again. Be 8-0 in the uh, year. That'll pretty well seal the deal on an undefeated um, undefeated um, season. Uh, Tennessee still looms out there. They had a great game against Alabama. Tennessee did. But, you know, eventually Alabama took care of business. But anyway, all right, Georgia and Florida, go Bulldogs. It's going to wrap it up for our program. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you once again to... Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for being a great supporter of today's sports report. From Matthew Hall, this is Chris Hall saying, as we always say as we end our program, go dogs. 
UGA Football News would like to thank Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for sponsoring our program today. When the time comes to finance or refinance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan from Southeast Mortgage. Your friends at Southeast Mortgage are ready to help you. Visit southeastmortgage.com slash UGA today for more information. This and previous editions of today's sports report can be found at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, on many leading podcast apps, and at todayssportsreport.com. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs. Oh.